You know, you know what I was watching because so Spotify, mm-hmm. with your Spotify subscription, your paid subscription, you get a subscription to Hulu. What's on Hulu? Oh. Community. So I've been watching, rewatching my favorite episodes, not in any order because I really don't care about the order. Oh. I really am just the paintball episodes were the first, and then I've just been like rewatching specific episodes. That's interesting you say that. Someone on Twitter retweet like retweeted something asking something along like Spotify and Hulu was in the same sentence, and I was like, what does one have to do with the other? Yeah, ah. they're not owned by the same people at all. So I don't really... That's a good partnership, though. It's a great partnership. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, Allison, welcome to Wild and Free, a Battleborn podcast. Um, we are here today. Well, it's just you and I. Yep. Which it's been... It feels like it's been a while since it's just been the two of us. It's been a minute, yeah. Right. I mean, when people hear this, it may not be because we don't necessarily know the order of things, but... Right. Just so you listeners we know. We never know the order of things, though. Just so you listeners know, we we haven't recorded just the two of us for a while. Yeah. Although we did have lunch yesterday at Flippin' Good Burger. Yeah. Can I say it was fine? It was fine. My burger was fine. It was the equivalent of a Burger King chicken sandwich. Very disappointing. But you had a burger the first time we went there, right? I did. The meat burgers, the ground beef ones are, are tasty. Okay. I would not recommend the grilled chicken. Okay. That's good to know. So yeah. today... I went also, so two days in a row. Oh, wow. And I had just the chicken sandwich, like the their version of what I would call the hate sandwich from oh, uh-huh. Chick-fil-A. Okay. So oh, just, yeah. a, just a fried chicken sandwich patty uh-huh. with a little bit of sauce on it with some pickles. Mm-hmm. Divine. Really? Absolutely incredible. Okay, okay. Yeah. So we just got to keep going through the list there. Right. No, I think that's I think that's really what we need to do is just go through everything. I was going to get mm-hmm. a salad and I didn't. And the waitress was like... I wouldn't get it. Like, I was just going to get a grilled chicken salad. Yeah. Instead, I, or a fried chicken salad. Instead, I went with the grilled chicken, or I went to the fried chicken sandwich with the salad uh-huh. as opposed to with the fries. Okay. Yeah. You made it healthy. Tried to. And the waitress was really pushing cocktails today, which uh, both former guest Erica Mosca and I were wanting. We were like, we can't drink cocktails because. Don't you see us in our it's, business? It's work. Man? Yeah. And that's what she said. She's like, you're in your your work attire, so I don't know if you can drink cocktails. It's like that's you. When I look at you, I mean, I'm like this guy takes two martini lunches all the time. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. If anyone from work is listening, I have never actually done that. I not while working. I have. But I that's mean, yes. That's, that's your me. lifestyle. That's me. That's just how that's, I roll. I would expect nothing less of you. I've actually you, was telling our uh, past guest Paige Patton that we should do. A three martini lunch at Triple George. Three. Three. Whoa, that's a lot of. I mean, we don't go to. We don't just don't go back to work. That's it. Fair. Yeah. Well, you two have very flexible schedules. Yes. You and yes, Paige. yes. 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 Yeah. <laughs> but a nice steak and three martinis. I mean, that sounds pretty great. Pretty fucking fantastic. Yeah. yeah. So we're not talking about food today, though. No. We are what not. are we talking about? We are talking again. We're. Coming out with an episode, Podcrush, part deux. That's right. Yeah. For those of you that don't speak whatever language that was. French. Yeah, because, um, well, particularly you, because you listen to a lot of audio dramas. Mm -hmm. Yours are, um, what do you call those, episodic, and then they're done, right? So you've you've discovered a lot of new podcasts since the last time we taped this. Yeah, and almost none of them are audio dramas. Bam. Crazy. I know. I've like switched from my old timey audio dramas to 
probably what got me in love with uh, talk radio in the first place, Paranormal. Ooh, do tell. Yeah, so there's a few different ones that I have been listening to. So I will say, uh, they're and they're very different. They're all very different. So there's two that come from the same network, if you will. It's called Skylark Media. Uh -huh. um, one of them is not really paranormal. It's called American Hysteria. And it's all about like viral panics that have happened in the U.S. So it talks about like, I mean, and I know you didn't grow up here, but you may have heard of some of these things like the satanic panic of the 1980s where like every, there was like... It sounds like a cool LP though. Right, it, it would be. <laughs> yeah. um, but it was where like everybody was worried about all these like occult Satan, Satanists running around like sacrificing children and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Not un, Not that dissimilar from the early 2016 uh, satanic panic that dealt with the Comet Ping Pong restaurant and the like Hillary Clinton's oh, uh -huh. Pizzagate stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Very similar to that where it was like wealthy people are like kidnapping children and performing satanic rites on them or worse, like witches in your hometown are performing satanic rituals on your kids. I didn't know this was wasn't real. Wasn't that was not real. It didn't oh, actually well, yeah. happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, then there was also like the needles or drugs in uh, candy that you get trick or treating. Okay. There's one of the newer episodes I haven't listened to is about the Momo uh, like a viral video that's been going on. So basically, what the Momo? host does, yeah, it's like a weird. It's like a YouTube video that is a challenge it's like the momo challenge apparently it encourages kids to kill themselves oh, uh -huh. so like these are things that are like not they may have some truth to them gotcha. but it's like we as a culture have taken these things far beyond what is rational and like these things aren't happening maybe something happened one time mm -hmm. but we are blowing them out of proportion like the needles and the candy the trick-or-treat yeah. candy yeah, yeah. the only documented time that ever happened was when a parent put them put that in their own children's candy so it's not like there's a stranger that was doing it, it was like the actual parents that reminds me when i was in junior high there was this thing where they would say that like the the tattoos that you got like in cracker barrel boxes or whatever mm -hmm. they contained cocaine or like some wow. sort of drug that would get you, it would get you drugged and you could be like kidnapped or something. That's crazy. Did you not have that over here? I don't remember that. That's I, crazy. I mean, I definitely don't remember that. And I had my fair share of Cracker Jacks. So American Hysteria. American Hysteria. Right. Uh -huh. And so the host goes through a lot of those different things. It's just on the first season. So um, just ended the first season. So I think there's like 12 episodes. Mm -hmm. Very cool stuff. Because um, it's like a real... And she's, I think she's younger than you and I. So some of the stuff is like a little bit more when she talks about when, what was really big when she was in high school, it's like Pat, we were probably in college. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't something that we were probably taking, like that our parents worried as much about, or right. particularly me being grown up in America that my parents weren't worried about. Interesting. Um, but definitely I remember some of those things. Like I remember the news talking about the satanic panic all the time. I mean, I was worried that there was like a satanic group that was practicing in our backyard, satanic which was not. Panic sounds like a dance. With the monster mash. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's probably why. Yeah. Huh, interesting. And yeah. why? Why do you like this? Because I like listening. I mean, for me, it's specifically like I already distrust the media, right? Mm -hmm. Like traditional media. So it's. I guess when I discovered it, so I discovered one of their other podcasts first. They have a couple audio dramas too, but. Um, there's two that are not audio dramas. And so I, when I started listening to it, I was like, oh, I like this just because like, they're really dissecting like what was behind some of this stuff. Mm -hmm. Like 
where it came from. So not just like remembering that there was a satanic panic, but where did it actually come from? Who was perpetrating it? Mm -hmm. I mean, like there was an like a psychologist who wrote all these books about it, about like, you know, uh, helping people find their repressed memories but she was actually or he was actually putting i don't remember if it was a woman or a male the psychologist was putting the memories into the kids heads uh-huh. and like they were on oprah they were on ricky lake they were on the donahue show i mean like they were like this this person was legitimized wow. but like nothing actually happened like there was no repercussions for them mm-hmm. so yeah so it's interesting to listen to that stuff now Okay. Yeah, and their other one that they that actually I'm I'm probably a huge fan of is called Euphemet, and it's like a traditional. The host Jim Perry goes in and he talks about um, different paranormal things. So each episode of the first season was like there would be different topics. So he he'd go and meet people and talk about like one of the most uh, ones I remember the best was this guy who was in Sedona, Arizona, mm-hmm. who believes you can like jump into a different dimension from one of the vortices in Sedona. Um, he also uh, spent some time with the Newkirks, which are two, a, a paranormal husband and wife who are really involved in paranormal research. They just had a mini series that came out on Amazon called Hellier, which is about these Kentucky goblins. I know you're, you're looking at me like, I, I, this is also foreign to me. When when I was when I was a teenager, I really liked the Art Bell Show, which was a late night radio talk show that was all about paranormal stuff. Uh-huh. Little did I know when I listened to it that I would end up moving to Art Bell's home state. He broadcast from Pahrump for decades. Oh wow! Yeah, and that's where you live now. Well, I don't. And well, Jason, I live in Pahrump adjacent. Yeah, oh, I do wow. not live in the Kingdom of Nye, is how he would introduce it. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fascinating stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, so those two are, are, are two of my, two of my favorites. And then the other one that kind of fits, well, there's two other ones that kind of fit in there. Uh-huh. Um, but I'll just talk about one unexplained, which is actually one of the more popular, um, shows. It doesn't necessarily talk about the paranormal, but it talks about unexplained events that have happened throughout history. Mm-hmm. And it can be like stuff that happened 300 years ago, 400 years ago, or stuff that happened more recently. So it's hosted by a British guy. Um, and he, likes to do a lot of research and go real in depth on these weird situations that have happened. He's just a great storyteller. Um, and I love listening to his accent as well. So like, it's just him telling the stories. There isn't any like other people involved, but they're just really, really good. And it's one of the more popular, uh, like, like, uh, podcasts of that type where they're talking about unexplained mysteries. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's kind of like a, a new version of unsolved mysteries. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little bit, I think, better done than Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah, that, those were crappy. They were. Um, can you tell us a little bit about how you got into the paranormal and occult Sure, I mean, subjects? part of it is because of Ar- the Art Bell Show mm-hmm. when I was a kid. Um, and I listened to that, gosh, I remember first listening to it when I was about 13 or 14. But I've always been interested in the unexplained and things that I don't know. So I, I, I didn't really grow up religious. So like the idea of a, un, a supernatural being was like not necessarily something that I believed in. So it's like I believed in what I could see and smell and taste and touch and all that stuff. And so um, I've always been fascinated in those experiences because I've never really had an experience, like a supernatural or paranormal experience. Mm-hmm, that's what um, I Yeah, so I don't, I've never had one of those experiences. I'm super skeptical of them. Mm-hmm. I believe a lot of other people, like when they say they have them, because I don't have a reason not to believe them mm-hmm. because I haven't had that experience myself. But um, 
It's not to say that I want to have that experience either, but I mean, I probably would change my tune as far as whether or not I believed it if I had one. Yeah. So, um, but I always, I like alien movies, although E.T. gave me nightmares as a child. So I don't love aliens, uh, but The X-Files was like my favorite TV show. still is, mm -hmm. still. So, yeah. So I've had a long history and then my dad was always, is, still is, is like super into that stuff too. Like mm -hmm. the sci-fi stuff, the, the paranormal, not so much, but like the UFOs and aliens. So cool. I think it was the 50th anniversary of Roswell of the, uh -huh. the UFO crash landing there. My dad and I went to Roswell oh, wow. just on a whim uh -huh. and it was right after the anniversary, but like there was still a lot of like crazy stuff, like crazy as in people that were very eccentric still right, in Roswell right. after mm -hmm. that. And we actually watched the movie Contact while in Roswell. Uh -huh. And it was hilarious because there's a couple scenes in Contact where there's a lot of these like people that come out to greet the aliens mm -hmm. out to the middle of the desert and the people in the theater were laughing because they had just experienced that with oh. <laughs> all the, the tourists uh -huh. that had come to Roswell. That's one of my more fond, more fond memories of my childhood is my dad just came into my room one day. It was the middle of the summer and he's like, do you want to go to Roswell? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and we, got, we packed our stuff, got in the car and went. That's awesome. My brother and my mom were just like, do whatever. <laughs> Vaya con Dios. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. And you're in the, you're in the right state for that too. Oh, totally. That's awesome. Yeah. Have, you haven't gotten to any ghost towns, have you? Uh, I've been to Riley. I have been to uh, Calico. Oh, that's right. And here, I think those are the only two in this area that I've real uh Jerome in Arizona mm -hmm. yeah so I've been to a few I've been to a few of the ghost towns yeah and I like doing ghost tours so whenever I travel I always do ghost tours so I've done ghost tours in Scotland and Iceland and London never see anything of course but I enjoy them mm -hmm. I like the stories well here's to hoping you you see something let's let's hope yeah maybe. yes cool in a very controlled environment yeah <laughs> obviously right well, cool 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 yeah so what about you what have you been listening to well i think um like the last time that we taped this um like i talked a lot about all of the crooked media podcasts which i still continue to listen to so my favorites right. i mean i still enjoy pod save america pod save the people shout out to deray mckesson who received two webby awards um one for best toast and one for best podcast in the news and politics division um so i listen to those keep it hysteria etc but i think now um and these are you know political etc but i think now i i need more from my podcast i want different things mm -hmm. and so i started listening to like um you know, more soothing subjects. So I discovered the Bon Appetit. Well, and you're, you're looking, you're like, is this meditation? But um, food, food is very soothing to me right. to listen to. So um, I listened to the Bon Appetit Foodcast, which has been out for um, since 2014, and it is hosted by Bon Appetit the magazine's uh, editor editor adam right. rapaport who i have a huge crush on and the podcast is everything food and beverage related um sometimes they talk about recipes they talk to restaurateurs food critics they'll have on restaurant designers they'll have chefs they'll have like produce people come in and mm -hmm. they can be like really really niche episodes where they talk about butter for 45 minutes Delicious. french butter yeah and it's like again that's where the soothing part comes in right or else they'll have on a 
gentleman and he'll talk about like um like Andy Baragani one of the food editors there he'll talk about his Persian background and he'll talk about rice and so the these are podcasts that I listen to if like I want to get in the mood to cook or whatever or also like before going to bed or like kind of just to chill out because again it's just very therapeutic the people that he has on are very very charming and um so I've enjoyed that and it's gotten me to cook more and also like be more adventurous when eating out so that's an uh, uh, podcast that I've been enjoying. Uh, another couple ones have been related to travel. Um, mm-hmm. I think I've talked about this in the past. Like travel is super, super important to me. And right. so I discovered one put out by um, Condi Nast called Travel Log. And they would talk about all types of travel. So they would have people that would you know, go on safaris or adventure cruises or different things, right? Right. And actually, one of the one of the frequent guests, Sebastian Modak, is um, the New York Times fifty two places traveler right now. Right. Who I also have a crush on. And then uh, there's this other podcast you may called Tweet Stock Him. I have him and his suitcase, fifty two places luggage, which recently got damaged, and I think he's going to have to replace, which is a bummer. But the other podcast is called, and so Travelog, uh, they it actually stopped. They stopped taping a, a couple months ago. But the one that I'm really, really obsessed with is called Women Who Travel, right? And it's really, really fascinating because, um, you know, I live in a bubble, and I was under the impression that everybody that traveled looked like me, and lo and behold, like no, that's not the case. And so they talk right. about like you know, all kinds of different female travelers, like traveling while black, traveling while Muslim, traveling while disabled, uh, senior citizens going on adventure travel, solo travel, and just all these different categories. And there's like these really awesome women. Oh, they had on um, actually the first, what was it, female cruise director who has uh, ties to Las Vegas. Cruise captain. Cruise captain. Cruise captain. Cruise captain. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Um, who has ties to Las Vegas. Right. Her parents live in Las Vegas. They do. I know her dad. Yeah. <laughs> Very interesting. And so, like, it just opens up a world, um, you know, or the first black woman that wants to visit all 100, 195 UN certified countries. So they're going to places that weren't necessarily on my radar. You know, they're talking right. about Iran and Algeria and all these places. And they're going alone and there's luxury and they're backpacking. And then there's these 80-year-old women that are like, you know, hiking in Tibet and going to the Himalayas and all these things. And I'm like, you know, they're pushing themselves. And I'm like, well, if these people can do it. I can, right. you know, and like they'll give you um, all kinds of like travel tips about how to use your miles and everything. And so, oh, that's cool. yeah, no, so they give you like really useful information, especially like f- traveling while female, you know, right. just different ways to stay safe and everything, but enjoy it, the pitfalls of Instagram, etc. So the women are very charming. Um, one of the hosts is from Texas, another one is originally from London by way of uh, Istanbul. So they have a, you know, a diverse group of yeah. women that host it. And it's just opened my mind more than I thought my mind could be open travel-wise. So Does it I've get you to that. want to travel more? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So wh- what's been, what has been put on your list from wh- uh, listening to that podcast? Like, what's a place that was not on your list before? The, so there's been a lot of stuff that has to do with nature, which our listeners know I've recently discovered right. as yeah. of, you know, the last couple of years. So destinations like the Azores or beaches or mountain 
um, destinations that, you know, two, three years ago would not have been attractive to me. Right. Now, not only am I interested in this, but like there's group travel that go down for a specific purpose and oh, they take cool. you. So now there's like, I hear about surfing and I'm like, yeah, I want to do that or paragliding or stuff. So it's really, it's really opened my mind to different possible travel possibilities. That's super cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I know you've tried to get me to listen to it, but you are a big traveler anyway, already. I right? Am. So. Yeah. This is just going to expand your your travel horizons. Yeah, and no, and like, and you realize that there's a little bit of a competitive nature. Like, there's oh. people that like just want to just cross off items off of their list, and um, I'm not one of those people. You know, I want to visit the entire world, right. obviously, but like, you know, I, I I like to appreciate what's going on, and I'm not doing it for the gram. I'm doing it for myself, and to share that knowledge with others, and hopefully expose the world to you know, how wonderful travel is. They right. also, they're very critical of like the American, um, how Americans don't take vacation time. Like I discovered that they, Americans leave like millions and billions of dollars of unpaid, untaken PTO on the table. So, you know, other countries, they travel a lot more, you right. know, even Mexico. Um, I, I dare say more Mexicans have passports than Americans. So it's about valuing different things. And a lot of the people that they have on tend to be Latin American or European. And those countries really do value travel. And I think sometimes like Americans, you know, we just um, we or over glorify, you know, being overworked and being busy and mm -hmm. yada, yada, yada. And just through traveling, you're just exposed to different issues, you know, and I think it's a form of uh, diplomacy too to show, you know, that you know, what kind of uh, people live in your country and right. you're going out and representing your country and showing a good face and returning and bringing that knowledge and hopefully applying it in a, in a positive manner in your community. So, no, to me, I could talk for days about travel. Yes, and you have. I have, yeah. <laughs> but no, but and so, but that can be soothing too, just right. to hear about these, you know, uh, what is it? Discoverers. What do you call those people? Like uh, explorers. Yeah, yes. <laughs> explorers. Yeah, discoverers. <laughs> yeah. explorers. Also known as col uh, colonizers nowadays. Right. Yeah. Well, well, nothing is discovered. That's true. There is exploration. Yes. Like, where there are people, it's not been discovered. Very true. Right. Very true. That's. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so those are a couple of the ones. That's excellent. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I think that it's important to listen to those podcasts that soothe you because we spent too much of 2018, particularly getting ready for the midterm elections. So both you and I, yeah. I mean, you more than I, but we listened to a lot of the political related podcasts and or read a lot of politics mm -hmm. and that's really draining and sometimes we need to take a break and step back from that. Yes. Yeah. Very true. Because very true. the politics never stops. It doesn't. No. Are you listening to any political podcasts? Uh, at the moment, I'm not. No. No. Uh -uh. No, I've, I've also kind of taken a break from, like, I mean, I'm still reading politics. I'm still in school. So, like, I'm still mm -hmm. very much involved and engaged in that. But I'm not listening to any political podcasts. Okay. Um, so, uh, a couple of the other ones I would say are more, like, ones related to the paranormal. And then the other ones not but they're kind of like both related to mental health like an adult mm -hmm. mental health so one of them is called spirits which it's two individuals and occasionally guests and they talk about like urban legends and like different um 
uh, folklore and stuff like that, but it's very conversational. It's less storytelling and more conversational. Mm-hmm. Spirits, though, is a has a double meaning because they talk about the paranormal, but they're always drinking something and they always talk also about what oh, they're drinking. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, it's fun. Like, it's fun to listen to too because they they like to banter about that. So mm-hmm. I feel like, like sometimes I feel like they're fairly comparable to us. In the, so far as they like to enjoy beverages while they're while they're doing their podcast, and right. that plays a part in it. But they're not always drinking, but they're always telling like those types of stories, and they do a lot of like interaction with their listeners, which I think is super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, well, uh, can I do a little parenthesis? Yeah. Uh, speaking of spirits, um, we're drinking a wonderful, tasty cocktail tonight. Um, I just uh, wanted to give a sh- well, no shout out. The restaurant right. no longer exists, but um, I made some bees knees for us tonight. Um, gin based, oh, lemon, yeah. honey, and uh, sugar. And um, I thought of this drink because the other day I ran into someone that we were talking about fine dining um, in Las Vegas, right. like in uh, you know 2010 ish. Uh, era and American Fish, Michael Mina's American Fish mm. in the Aria, um, wonderful seafood uh, restaurant, but they had an excellent craft cocktail program. And the first time I tried a properly made bee's knees um, was there. Like all of their classic cocktails oh. were just like really, really wonderful. Um, no chilled barware tonight, unfortunately, but um, sadly, yeah. But did you like the drink? It's delicious. I'm, I'm still drinking it, I'm, so it's delicious. I'm glad you liked it. Cheers. <laughs> yes. You can't <laughs> I, hear us clinking because no. we're plasticware tonight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's dangerous to use glass, kids. Well, you moved recently, too. You don't have the right. glasses available. Next time, please have them available. Right. We're we're in the Den of Descent uh, satellite office. Yes, one of the several. Right, oh, one of the many satellites. I'll just share that I wanted to, I was going to have you guys over the other day, I was going to make uh, prickly pear margaritas. Right, I remember and that. I'm not going to do it. I went online to look at prickly pear puree, uh-huh. and it costs like $40 for a little can. And then there was this other thing, like a jug for 100 I'm sorry, I can't buy $40 worth of like a can of puree. Can we not go find our own prickly pears in the wilds of the desert? Probably. That's ch- that, you know what? That's a good challenge. Let's right. see if we can. Right. We'll have to get some of our like desert expert friends yeah. to take us out because we don't want to like put, not get prickly pears and something else that will not work. Right. Whether it will, you know, make us sick or peyote which then would make us hallucinate which is not here in the desert i wouldn't complain about that you wouldn't no no you'd Uh, be like peyote margaritas for everybody margaritas (laughs) (laughs) i think we have the the name of our episode yes peyote margaritas (laughs) but anyway you're telling us about spirits so cheers cheers so yeah so spirits uh is one um really like that one uh i fairly new to me i've only listened to probably 10 or so episodes um, the most recent one I listened to, uh, was about Passover, hmm. which is also super cool because like the two women that host it come from Christian homes. Uh-huh. And so their basis is with like the Christian celebrations in the spring. And they had one of their, their friends on who was Jewish and talked about Passover. So that was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. And kind of like the myths and the folklore surrounding Passover. Uh-huh. So that was really cool too. Cause I like religion. So it was a nice little, like, it wasn't really paranormal at all but it was just like here's about passover now i've been to a couple passover seders so like i have a little bit of an idea but i'm not jewish did mm. not come from a jewish family or anything like that so that was pretty cool Oy vey. 
exactly yeah. all right <laughs> um and then the other one that's that's uh not similar in so far as it doesn't talk about paranormal but it, there's a lot of like just adults talking about like how hard it is to be an adult mm. it's called is this adulting oh i love that have oh you have no have no, you, no oh, not, okay. not heard of it oh it's really great um i like it grand. because uh so it was actually the reason that i discovered it is because of spirits because mm. one of the co-hosts was on is this adulting? Oh, that's wonderful. I love those yeah. crossovers. And yeah. so that's the only reason I listen to it. Um, but then I've listened to more episodes. And there are two guys who live in North Carolina. And they talk about, like, like issues with being an adult. Like, being, like, I think they're younger than us. I think they're in their late 20s, early 30s. Mm. But, like, they struggle with adulthood. Like, they're both married. One of them has a kid. <laughs> like, they, and so they, they're very open about, like, mental health and, like, financial issues and like work issues and stuff like that it's really cool because you don't really hear other people talking about it particularly don't hear two guys talking about it you definitely do not hear two straight guys talking about it no you don't that's really interesting so so it's really really fantastic so i have become a big fan really quickly of the show um and so they have a they have a lot of great guests and then the other reason that i loved it after i listened to the first episode with um the person from one of the hosts from spirits was that the theme music is from a band I really like that's from North Carolina that like no one no one will know like they're called the collection they're very they're excellent they're a really excellent band but like huh. like they they don't come to the west coast because no one like they're no. they're they're followings in the south in mm. North Carolina particularly okay so like when I, I was like, oh, I know this song. This is the collection. And then they're like, you know, our theme music is from the collection. But that's probably because they they may know the people in the collection. That's I don't know. Really but they cool. may know them. So that was pretty cool. So those those two are like kind of my, um, okay, I'm not alone in doing this adult thing right. Because mm-hmm. they both, both those shows talk about oh, it. I'm, and is this adulting is, is really good. I would recommend listening to it. Because they also like to talk about, um, and they are, you know, they're both like, I don't, I actually don't know if they're both straight. They are both married to women, but they are white dudes. Mm -hmm. And, but they like, they're very much, they will talk about kind of like, or they won't talk about, they're, they're very much allies for people that are different than themselves. And they definitely Mm -hmm. will have those people on the show as well. So like, that's also really cool because you don't hear that. And to expect that from two guys from the South Mm -hmm. is also very different. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, it is cool. Yeah. Uh, speaking of being a good ally, another podcast that I would like to recommend our listeners is one called Yo, Is This Racist? And I actually discovered it because... Excuse me, what is it called? Yo, Is This Racist? Okay, just want to make sure. (laughs) Yeah. I discovered it because one of the hosts was on, uh, Keep It with Ira Madison. And so it is hosted by, um, Tawny Newsom, a black woman, and Andrew T., a, I was going to say Andrew Yang. I'm sorry. Andrew T. Um, He's an not Asian. running for president. He's not running for president. <laughs> not yet. And it's really fantastic. So they're, uh, they're comedians. They're comedy writers based in Hollywood. And so they'll have a bunch of um, journalists and writers um, come on, usually people of color. And what they do is they have this hotline or this voicemail where people call in, usually well-intentioned white people, but sometimes people of color as well, and they'll posit a question to them, and they'll be like, yo, is this racist? And it goes from, like, the very basic to, like, 
Um, I want to put a bar in my house and I have a bunch of Polynesian things. Can I put a tiki bar? Is this offensive? Is this appropriation to the person that calls in and is like, my dad claims that all black lives matter and that he loves black people and he wants to wear blackface for one day. Is that okay? Or he wants to use the blackface emoji. And so right. people call in like with really crazy questions. Or I, re- I came across someone's medical yearbook and someone's dressed as such and such. And so... You know, they'll they'll give them advice. They'll make fun of the people usually. They'll be right. like, nah, bro, you can't. You, don't go around touching black pe- people's locks or their dreads. Um, but as I said, also people of color, call, you know, call in. And I mean, I don't have a bunch, a bunch of Asian and, you know, black friends around me. And so, um, you know, you learn about colorism and racism within these groups. And right. I mean, Latinos, we can be pretty hard on our own people. And so, you know, especially Andrew, he really calls out his Asian people. He'll call him on a bunch of shit. Andrew? Yeah, Andrew. Okay. Oh, that's um, right. The yes. last name was the... Okay. Yeah, the Just last name. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and so he call, they, they call out their own people. Um, so it's really interesting. And there's, you know, and it's a, it's a safe space for people to call mm-hmm. and, you know, run a stupid question by people. Because especially if you're white and you're, you're, all of your friends are white, you know... There's no place for you if you don't ask these questions. And sometimes they'll berate people, but this is a safe space for people to ask their stupid-ass questions and get it out of the way. And, yeah, you're racist if such and such thing. So that's a good uh, podcast to check out. Definitely recommend it. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Um, So the last one that I want to talk about, and you know I literally talk about this podcast pretty much all the time, is uh, another local podcast podcast. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah, so, uh, you know, there aren't a lot that we are familiar with, um, but the probably one of the newer local ones is Spicy Eyes. Mm-hmm. Talks about food, culture, and Las Vegas. Yeah. So, uh, right now, as of this recording, they only have three episodes out, but mm-hmm. they're awesome. So, they've got one on Thai food, which we're huge fans of. And yes. after the Thai, the Thai episode, we ended up going to the Thai food festival at the meditation temple. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not necessarily because of the episode, but it was helpful to mm-hmm. like, actually like hear some of the history about the Thai food culture in Las Vegas. Then they had one on halal food, mm-hmm. uh, which was awesome. And their most recent one was on Hawaiian food. Yeah. Very uh, illuminating. Oh, incredibly illuminating. Yeah. Uh, particularly to understand why there's so Hawa- many Hawaiians in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they really, they don't just talk about food. They talk about the reasons why the, this type of food is important, yeah. um, to both the people of the community, but then also why it has a place in the Las Vegas community. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I think it's, it's, it's really excellent. And, um, the two, the two ladies that do it, uh, are like just phenomenal, um, yeah. as far as their research and what they, you know how they go about doing their episodes. So I'm mm-hmm. really excited for what they have in store for us. Um, and of course we like food, so. Right. No, it's it's, it's a very well done podcast. I like the sound bites that they have in there, right. the different people that, and so it's interesting, like the Halal episode, you know, they didn't just interview food prov- providers or right. restaurateurs, like they actually interviewed an imam who talked about right. the reason for yeah. Halal. Um, that one made me kind of nostalgic because I have relatives at that are of Lebanese descent. And I Did went to school. That. Yeah, 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 yeah. Chokok and Tabule was always around. Okay. And I went to school in Michigan where we have a very big uh, Middle right. Eastern presence. So that's like the one cuisine that I, that in Italian food, I think that is lacking here in Las Vegas. And I do miss. And 
yeah, there's not a lot of places in town, but I did appreciate them, you know, touching on the subject regardless. Yeah, yeah. most definitely. And I think it just, I don't know, brings the community closer together when you talk about some of those, like talk about the food because it makes it feel, I don't know, I listen to the episodes and I'm like, it makes it feel like our community is even tighter than I thought it was before mm -hmm. because like how communal the f different cultures are with their food too. Right. And that like when you're eating Thai food, like you're also supporting this Thai community that's in Las Vegas or when uh -huh. you're he eating Hawaiian food, like you're supporting the Hawaiian community that's in Las Vegas. And I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. 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 I agree. They're doing a good job. Keep up the work. Uh, good work. Uh, spicy eyes. That's right. Yeah. Well, and my last one, if I may, no. um, is actually, so this is a shout out, uh, cause we do have some listeners in Mexico and we may, That's true, maybe we here in Las Vegas or in the U S we do have people that speak Spanish. So this is for the podcast yes. escuchantes out there. Um, I recently discovered this really cool podcast called item by all city canvas or in Espanol item por all city canvas. And um, I'll give you a little bit Thanks. about the background, and it's actually kind of relevant um, to Las Vegas. So All City Canvas is this platform um, that curates information about art, particularly street art or mm -hmm. street cultural in general um, around the world. And um, I think like around 2012, they had this festival. So the people are based in Mexico, okay. Mexico City, and they put on a um, street art festival Um, in different parts of Mexico City. And they brought in a bunch of, like, globally known artists, like Defaced, Interes Nikraski, um, Veals, different people. And um, they did, they put murals up all around Mexico City. There was one that went up in um, a plaza where the 1968 Tatelolco student massacre took place. Oh, wow. And it was a really interesting mural because it um, featured the president and the chief of police at the time. Um, so there was that was one of like the political um, murals that went up during that time. Then there's like this market in the northern part of the city where they sell um, like extinct animal like borderline extinct animals and furniture and food and all kinds of stuff called Lagunilla. And um, one of, like, the main police uh, departments, shall we say, is located in that uh, market. And so wow. one of the artists actually um, painted a mural of a rat. Um, so, and there were elections taking place uh, at the time. But the point, the connection to Las Vegas is that, you know, I, I didn't grow up in a big city. I grew up in a really small town. So right. I don't know, I didn't know anything really about street art or street culture, but I started following All City Canvas. And so when Life is Beautiful came around and I started looking at, Um, the muralists that were coming to Las Vegas to paint the murals, I was I recognized some of these people because they'd already they had partnerships with All City Canvas. So right. I've been following them for a long time now, and now they're actually they're located. They have people on the ground in Monterey, in Toronto, and New York. And actually, the two of the brothers, the founders, actually launched an All City Canvas a couple years ago in Brooklyn. Um, they wow. had a project there as well. So like global do domination. 
So this is cool. I just, um, it's a way for me, and it's in Spanish again. Um, right. These are my peers that are, um, you know, hosting the podcast. So it's really cool. It's a way for me to stay connected um, to my Mexican roots, but also in general in, around the world know what's going on streetwise. So um, item board all city canvas for um, those that like art and can understand Spanish. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Well, very cool. Mm-hmm. Well, I think there's a lot of things for our listeners to check out new new podcasts exciting things that are out there to listen to and spend your time with as we will be uh you know and nourish your soul jacob that's right nourish the soul Uh yes and feed your brain i like doing both of those these are awesome things yeah i also like to feed my soul and nourish my brain as do i right so many good things though it's very very true and we'll include links to all of these podcasts for you guys yes we will or or whatever on the interweb right series of tubes people it's a series of tubes it is all right so allison uh who have we had with us today here on wild and free battleborn podcast we had our producer jose sotelo that's right and research assistants by ashley pacheco and our creative designer berta gutierrez Right. And uh, Raven, um, while not physically here today with us, is here in spirit uh, and she, would be she, sleeping as we were talking. She took a rain check today. Yeah, she did. She was busy. She had, I think she had like things to go do. She had other things to do, man. She has right. a life. We are not her first priority. No. Uh-uh. Well, that's too bad. But anyway, these ha- uh, we have been your co-host. Uh, it's always a pleasure, Jacob. Thank you. Most definitely, Allison. Well, we'll see you next time, everyone. Giddy up. Yeehaw. <laughs> <laughs>